Hi, welcome to Change the Culture, a podcast dedicated to preventing and reducing interpersonal violence through empowerment self-defense. Studies have shown that one in three women, one in six men, and one in five children experience interpersonal violence in their lifetime. Isolation caused by the pandemic has increased incidence of domestic violence by more than 30%. And this is why we're here. My name is Annie Orenstein. I am a content creator at MyPower and producer of MyPowerCasts. MyPower is a social tech startup dedicated to reducing and preventing interpersonal violence through technology, education, and community. We are here to create an awesome community of empowered individuals to broaden the reach of empowerment self-defense. And I'm so happy you're tuning in. Kicking off the podcast with us is Samantha Waterman, the founding executive director of the Association of ESD Professionals. Hi, Samantha. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, Annie. Thank you so much for having me. Samantha, I'll share a little bit about you. Samantha is a political lawyer, manager, writer, and public speaker. She has spent her career working on political campaigns and in government advocacy and violence prevention. At the Association of ESD Professionals, Samantha is excited to be leading a team that is working hard to build an institution that will support ESD practitioners and advocates, people from all walks of life who spend their days making the lives of strangers a little bit better. She hopes that her work to broaden and strengthen the reach of empowerment self-defense will help prevent violence around the world. So, Samantha, it's so great to meet you. I'm sitting here in Israel. Tell us where you're from, a little bit about yourself, where you're from, where you're sitting now. Sure, sure. It's it's wonderful to meet you as well. Um, so I am from, and in fact, the story of where I'm from actually ties into how I got involved in ESD. Um, I, I was born in LA in Los Angeles in the United States, but I grew up in New Jersey and um, then went back to California and spent most of my adult life, have been spending most of my adult life in California until a year and a half ago when I moved to North Carolina, which is where I am now. Uh, And it's an experiment. We'll see how that goes. Um, But uh, when I grew up in New Jersey, Yudit Siddiqman lived four houses away from me and we became family, you know, our families were friends. Um, She and I became friends and close with my family. And um, she called me about, I don't know, uh, November or maybe it was October in 2020 just to check in. And uh, I was about to move across the country and she started talking about what she was working on within ESD world. And I uh, tend to offer unsolicited advice. It's something I do. So I did that. (laughs) And then she stopped me and said, wait, let's talk next week. I want to hear what you have to say about this. So then we spoke the next week. And before I knew it, I was hired as a consultant to help create a professional association for empowerment, self-defense professionals. And, um, you know, it, it was a, a project of ESD Global to start for the first few months. And then by March 2021, we became independent. And that's when I became the executive director. Wow, that's wonderful. That's exciting. There's a lot of work uh, laid out before you, a lot of work to do in spreading the message and the mission of empowerment self-defense. Um, and for those of you that are new to ESD, you maybe you want to share a bit about our five principles and we'll take it from there, all about how the association helps us change the culture. Oh, absolutely. Well, um, the entire goal of the association is to change the culture. It is to broaden the reach of ESD 
in order to change the culture of violence so that we can have, uh, that's the wrong word, but so that everyone, so that every little girl, every little boy, every person of any gender can feel strong and safe. They know they can protect themselves if they're in a situation where they need to protect themselves. They have the confidence to do that. They know how to do it. And they grow up to be these safe and strong and empowered and happy people. Um, I, I really, really, really believe that if we are able to broaden the reach of ESD, that this will change the world. And so I'm so grateful to have been brought into the ESD fold. And I'm so grateful that, you know, we can help all of the ESD practitioners out there, whether, you know, ESD organizations or individuals, um, people who are involved in, in some of the organizations that a lot of the folks listening may have heard of, uh, National Women's Martial Arts Federation, ESD Global, Impact, so many others, but there are people out there practicing ESD who might not even know about those organizations and we might not know about them. Um, we're building a database at the association and we're, we're not using the information for anything. I'm just trying to figure out who is out there and how many, how many people are practicing ESD. And we, it's up to 600 right now. Um, wow. That's without, you know, doing a formal kind of search. That's just what has come in. Everyone kind of meets a new person. Someone else meets a new person. And we just sort of try to bring everyone together into this supportive community. Um, so mm -hmm. they can have one another to help teach people how to, think and assess their situations and have self-awareness and situational awareness and how to, you know, yell if there is a dangerous situation upon them and how to run if they need to escape a, a situation or extract themselves from a situation. Cause it could be running like running, or it could be running like packing up your bags and leaving. If that's something that the person decides is smart for them. Um, and, and of course, the cornerstone, how to fight, you know, I mean, this is self-defense. You can't forget that. So there's all of this really important emotional and psych emotional and psychological piece, but at its core, it's also self-defense. And so we teach people how to do that, how to protect themselves physically if they mm -hmm. need to do such. And, um, and then to tell, and the association will be helpful on with the last element, right? Because we will be providing networking opportunities and outlets. We're actually right now just had our orientation for a brand new software that um, will provide a very friendly and welcoming um, platform for people to interact with one another, to create groups or just start a forum on a particular topic or a question. I mean, maybe someone is just feeling like they need some support and they just reach out like, hey, does anyone want to talk? Or maybe you say, I'm looking for an accountant. I just started an ESD organization. Can anyone recommend someone in Costa Rica mm -hmm. or wherever they are? Mm -hmm. um, and, and so we're really excited to, you know, and all of that is coming that we're launching a new website and new, uh, this new portal, but that's the tell part. You tell your story and uh, whether it's to law enforcement or it's to, you know, your sister or, you know, your friend or a social worker or a psychologist or whomever it is. Um, so we really hope to help with that piece of it, but to so, 
help indirectly with the other pieces by supporting the ESD professionals who are teaching Think Yell, Run, Fight, and Tell. Yeah, that's amazing because first of all, um, I, you mentioned before earlier, earlier when we were talking that that you took impact and I took impact when I first came to work at My Power and, and you did Siddiq is my boss at My Power. Um, and it's incredible because we start a journey, even if we haven't really uh, um, heard of ESD before, and we see the incredible um, changes that people could, the potential the, the, for change that, that happens when people um, experience uh, a course like impact. And when they learn the language of ESD, they really walk out of there inspired and different. And many of them say, I want to teach that. I want to go and get my, you know, I want to teach that. Not only did I learn something, but I, they're in, I'm so inspired that, you know, in my dreams, personally, I, I say, oh, maybe one day I will actually be able to have the opportunity to teach ESD. And that's an important process of where the Association of ESD Professionals also steps in, which is the credential credentialing. So tell us why it's important and, and what it affords the teachers to not only have the community, but also have the opportunity to become recognized as, as this is a profession. So yes, yes, this is a critical, critical piece of what we're doing. So we're creating a credentialing program and we are calling it a credentialing program specifically to distinguish it and make clear that it is very different than the existing certification programs that exist out there. So right now there are, you know, uh, coming on hundreds of ESD professionals who are out there teaching other people ESD and some of them training even more instructors in ESD. And the ones who are, you know, they, they're instructing people how to teach ESD. And then at the end they get a certification, right? A certificate. Well, what we are doing is after that process, we step in as the next step. So after you've learned ESD, you've learned how to teach ESD and you've received your certificate or certification, then you come to us an impartial organization that does not itself teach ESD and we administer an exam and the exam tests, you know, the core competencies and some classroom technique and some terminology, things like that. And you pass the exam and you have a credential. Once you have a credential, this can help, especially for people who are building new businesses, because so far the, the greater public, they don't really know about us yet, right? If you say, I do empowerment self-defense, the first thing someone says is, what's that? Not, oh, that's great, right? You know, like it's not recognized yet. So we're trying to make it recognized. This is will be a huge step in getting it recognized. It will also not only get it recognized with the public, but also with various types of authorities who can refer business, like maybe the courts can refer business to your practice, or maybe, um, you know, uh, social workers want to refer business to your practice, domestic violence shelters and other nonprofits who help the people who have mm -hmm. experienced violence can refer mm -hmm. business. And all of those people will now see, I mean, maybe you trained with ESD Global and they've heard of ESD Global and so you're good, but maybe you trained 
with ESD Global, but you're in a place where no one's ever heard of ESD Global. So that might not mean something to them. But then you say, oh, but I have a credential from the association that represents all of us. Um, right. Then right. they'll say, oh, okay, you, you've, you're, you've got the official stamp of approval, you know? And so, and the last place that it will, um, and we're hoping that will drive a lot of um, you know, business and participants, if you're running a nonprofit or providing classes for free to ESD professionals and organizations. And lastly, we're going to be doing lobbying and advocacy work. It's kind of our last step. So we haven't gotten to it yet. We'll, we'll get, we'll start planning this fall and maybe be able to dive in, in next year, but um, politicians, government officials, um, you know, we'll start there are laws and rules. We have to do our advocacy here in the U.S., um, excuse me, our lobbying here in the U.S., mm -hmm. at least at first. Um, but uh, advocacy, we can do worldwide. And with there being one organization that represents all of the ESD organizations, that represents the National Women's Martial Arts Federation and ESD Global and Impact and, and Malika and No Means No Worldwide and Pink Belt and people who are all over the, you know, every continent practically, um, then they will want to sign on to our letter, all those nonprofits, they will want mm -hmm. to, you know, and then when the politicians receive it, and then we're lobbying to change a law or what have you. And of course, if we change laws in the US, oftentimes it can you know, spread to other places. So it does have mm -hmm. a, a larger impact or it can. The politicians will take our calls. They'll admit us, they'll set a meeting with us because we are an entity that is respected and recognized and mostly recognized. They'll just say, okay, I, you're something I can grab hold of. You know, I, don't, I never heard of Malika or I never heard of ESD Global. I don't know what that one organization is but you represent all of them. You're an umbrella organization. So we'll take your call. We'll take your meeting and we'll listen to your argument about why we should include self-defense in the Violence Against Women's Act, or at least empowerment self-defense. And you can start getting more funding because lobbying in the end is going to be a lot about getting ESD professionals and organizations more funding. So that's an incredible journey. You have said ahead, you know, you have a lot of work uh, ahead of you, as I mentioned before, and it's really incredible that the, there's such an, a strong mission. You know, people identify with the core of what, what we're doing here. Um, they might not understand yet the power of, of ESD, and it's it's uh, that's why we're here. That's why we launched my Powercast, and God willing, you'll have your own uh, your own podcast. I, I bless you with that, with much success on that, and. Yeah it's so important to get this, this message out into the world. And I think that the politicians are just coming around to understanding the, the value in how ESD plays a role uh, or can play a role in preventing violence and not just throwing money, um, right? We talk about a lot of money is thrown at the salute, at, at what happens after the fact and what ESD comes and the uniqueness of, what ESD is about is to to focus on the prevention, and um, and I think that's why it's really ultimately so inspiring that each and every one of us can can prevent violent interpersonal violence in our own lives and also in uh, in the lives of those around us. And you spoke about what the association does for the professionals and creating community, and also the there's a challenge that. Uh, and being an umbrella organization, 
is that you have to as well um, relate to all the different countries around the world. And I, we're starting in the U.S. So how will you um, how will you manage that aspect? Yeah, so we do want to reach everyone in the world and our membership is very small because we're brand new right now, but it's already international um, and our staff is as well. Um, so we are hoping to, okay, so let me back up one step. So one of the things we're going to do is provide resources for mm -hmm. ESD professionals, right? Mm -hmm. So we're going to have a list of grants. We're going to have lists of events and like a page that just has, you know, little posters for all the different kinds of violence prevention and nonviolent, you know, sector events, um, big conferences, I mean, happening all over the world, um, as well as, of course, um, we'll have a listing of our own events. So people can look up, uh, see, oh, there's a grant opportunity. I can apply for that grant. And we'll try to mix it up with, you know, government grants and non-government grants. And We'll, we'll constantly update it and it will expand as we go. Um, but we're also providing how-tos. So these um, just how to, let's say you're starting a new practice and you want to know, you know, should I incorporate or should I be an LLC? You know, mm. and that's the US, but there are going to be similar questions in other countries. So, you know, there you could do a little bit of extrapolation and then later we'll do international versions of these to the extent that we can. They're, you know, couple hundred countries in the world. So, <laughs> but, um, but you know, we'll do what we can. And, and, you know, we have Sam, we're, we're going to do a how to soon, actually, it'll drop soon um, uh, about um, HR, right? About how do you mm -hmm. hire? What's the hiring process like? And how do you onboard? What kind of forms do you need to have people fill out? Some of those forms are international, like a waiver form, you know, that someone mm -hmm. might need even just for their classes, right? Or right. A, a, a waiver to participate in the class, waiver to have the rights to use photographs taken, you know, in mm -hmm. a class, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, so we've got forms that some of which are US only, but um, some of which actually might someone could easily say, okay, this is an immigration form. My country has an immigration form. So I'll just find that one, you know, so right. it, it'll be very helpful that way, but we are going to do translations. We are going to have a widget on our website that will start by translating the website. Um, uh, if you click on it, I guess um, most of the website, these are imperfect, but into Spanish um, as one of the languages spoken by so many people all over the right. world. Um, and then we're going to expand to four more languages when we have the funding for that. And then when we get more funding, then we, you know, we'll expand beyond that. Um, and I should say revenue, really not funding, because we don't do fundraising because we're not allowed mm -hmm. to as a 501c6. Anyway, their contributions are not tax deductible. So we have to generate revenue mm -hmm. ourselves um, or take loans. Um, but anyway, so we will be doing translations and then we will translate each of these documents I'm talking about, our how-tos. We have a blog. Mm -hmm. Blog will be sometimes inspiring, sometimes helpful, sometimes just fun, um, and just a host of resources. So we will do those as we can. The credentialing exam, we will also have that translated probably in time for the third exam. We're going to do mm -hmm. two this year, this fall, or late summer, early fall, and then one late fall this year. Um, and uh, those might not, we might not be able to translate those, but um, we want to perfect it in English first, 
It's actually mm -hmm. a Canadian who is in charge of this process, not an American, but still English speaking. Um, and then we will start translating it. But unfortunately, it's very expensive to do translations right. in any form, even automated um, on the large scale. So we're going to do this in pieces. Now, if we get requests for specific translations, we will do our best to accommodate those. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and also we're gonna do some things to accommodate people who speak English as a second language who do wish to take the exam. Um, and so we're gonna fine tune that in the next couple of months, how we can do that. So we're trying our best and we are definitely speaking to an international audience through social media and um, you know, the, the kinds of guests that we'll have on this, this podcast I'm gonna have, we're gonna produce a magazine as well um, and, and take um, submissions from ESD people from all over the world, arts, music, as well as writings of various sorts. And um, so we're trying to be international in terms of language, but also, and then with the groups in our networking portal, you'll be able to start a group based on a language, for instance. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you do have a group and you all speak Polish and, and not a lot of your group speaks English as well or French as well or a second, right. you know, language that we have, then, you know, you'll have this, you'll still be able to build a support team in that way until we can, we can afford to give you a Polish website. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Well, this is incredible. I'm so happy that I have the opportunity to speak with you, um, Samantha the executive director of Association of ESD Professionals. Um, there's so much to be done. And I just would like to ask you a final question of how, what, what do you, if you can suggest um, a few takeaways and how people could follow you and find you online, reach out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, so look, I really do believe that ESD can change the world. I, I have watched people in a class transform. I have watched them start with a small voice and end with a booming, powerful voice in four days. It's amazing. It's mm -hmm. amazing. And you just see a difference in their posture and they're just, you know, it's chilling. It gives me goosebumps. I just got goosebumps. So yeah. I believe that the, what the association can do is amplify all the work that ESD professionals are doing now and reach more people to become ESD professionals because I believe that broadening the reach of ESD is the ultimate goal because that will prevent violence. And one way to do that is to make it possible for more people to teach ESD and to give them the support they need, to give them the you know, stamp of approval, a credential they need. And of course, when I say that, I mean, in the eyes of authorities, in the eyes of people who don't know what we're doing. Um, and, and I believe that, for instance, if we can convince schools in every country to make ESD a part of physical education classes, or, you know, whatever the country has, or, or their health education class, or what, what, wherever it fits, um, Oh my gosh, I not only believe that we can protect all those little girls and those little boys and the little kids who are figuring out what gender they are, but we can even have an effect on, let's just say the boys who might've otherwise grown up and girls to be bullies. The boys who might've grown up to, you know, commit date rape at college, not even understanding that what they're doing is raping, 
right? right? Or, you know, I just think because those kids, the ones who commit the acts of violence, they have issues. That's why they've gone down this road, right? And maybe it's something that happens later, but oftentimes there, there are too many pressures on them when they're young or they're, they lack confidence themselves. That's often at the root of a lot of this, right? So I just believe it can help directly and indirectly. And um, I just hope that the association can provide the kind of support that ESD professionals need so that they can go out and do this amazing, amazing work so that they can get their certifications at NWMAF and ESD Global and Malika and, and No Means No Worldwide and Pink Belt and Play It Safe Defense and so many others who are in the United States and in India and in Nepal and in Israel and in throughout Europe and Africa and Nigeria and Kenya. And I think we have one instructor who's doing a little bit maybe in Sierra Leone. I can't remember. But anyway, um, it's just, it's, it's really inspiring. It's really mm. exciting. And I just really hope we can be a part of it and check us out at www.esdprofessionals.org. Our website is about to be overhauled. So in the next month, you'll see a brand new website with lots of photographs and Amazing. it's going to be great and, and new um, benefits and things like that. And, you know, consider joining, consider joining up. Um, we have regular dues. We have uh, an organization membership, and we also have um, financial aid for those who need it. And we're also doing on the international question scaled pricing. So, wow. so if you're in Africa, you're not going to pay the full dues. You're going to pay a quarter, actually, in most African countries and some Central American countries and some, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. It just and I, you know, we did a complex like GDP. Wonderful thing. We did a whole kind of, it'll be on the website, how we came to those numbers. But um, so we, we have different tiers. And so there's a top tier that pays full dues of, um, you know, some of the wealthier countries and then three more tiers below it. So. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Samantha, for being on the show on Change the Culture. And I'm so happy that, that we're getting this off the ground and pushing ESD out into the world. Thanks to our listeners I uh, would love to hear from you. Email me at annie.orenstein at mypower.co.il and pop over to the Change the Culture Facebook group and share your thoughts, questions, and success stories with us. And we definitely want you to be part of the conversation as well as part of the solution. So if any of you are out there and want to be um, ESD, an ESD professional, you know where to go to Samantha Waterman at the Association of ESD Professionals. And... Stay tuned for the next Change of Culture podcast, where we will hear from more professionals in the field of ESD around the world and hear your inspiring stories as well. So again, all the best. Thank you, Annie.